the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So I apologize for this persistent and bothersome cough that comes out of nowhere. As I sit here, like I don't have to cough, and then I start to cough, and I try to grab the uh, off button of the microphone so you don't have to hear it. Uh, I heard Dr. Marty McCari, one of the doctors who was silenced by Twitter, say yesterday that this proliferation of the RSV virus, which is uh, really hitting kids hard, and a friend of my wife's, a coworker of my wife's, uh, has been down with it for several weeks. Marty McCarry said the other day, do you know why we have a proliferation of this virus? Because we locked down and masked up for COVID, and we didn't gradually expose our bodies to the viruses. Remember, we went like an entire year where there were like zero flu cases, right? I mean, that really wasn't zero flu cases. Everything was labeled COVID. But McCarry says we interrupted the natural give and take of germs and our body building up natural immunity and all that. You can believe him or not. I just thought it was an interesting perspective. Uh, Regarding this woke mind virus that we've been talking about here and how committed people are to their ideology, just to show you how committed people are to their ideology. I find this fascinating. Y'all know Elon Musk bought Twitter and Elon Musk, the richest man in the world. And two of his companies that made him the richest man in the world are SpaceX, and Tesla. Well, he was a hero of the left because he made the best electric car out there. That's good for the environment. It's good for renewables and lowers the carbon footprint and all this, right? Great. Elon Musk, champion on the left. Now, though, he purchased Twitter and he's disclosing Twitter's dirty laundry pointing out how partisan Twitter was. There may be things that show that the U.S. government, I think there already have been actually things show the U.S. government uh, cooperated with Twitter, or rather the other way, Twitter (laughs) Twitter cooperated with the U.S. government to affect both the 2016 and 2020 presidential elections. Well, the left doesn't like that. And it shows up in the fact that big companies that own a lot of Twitter stock are now warning. (laughs) This is how committed they are to their ideology. Big companies that own humongous portions of Twitter stock are now worried that previous customers who bought Teslas will no longer buy Teslas. Not because their car malfunctions, not because their car is not reliable, not because they don't love their Tesla, because they don't love Elon Musk as much as they used to. Uh, Future fund uh, managing partner Gary Black, whose company owns $50 million of Twitter stock, of, of Tesla stock, rather, said that markets show the Tesla brand 
quote, has been negatively impacted by the Twitter drama. Although electric vehicle buyers were once very proud to drive their Teslas to their friends or show off their Teslas in their driveways, the controversial takeover of Twitter is hurting Tesla's brand equity. And they have a way of measuring that. The favorability of Tesla among Democrats has decreased by 20% since Musk bought Twitter. On the other hand, net favorability among Republicans of Tesla has increased 5.5% over the same period. <laughs> is the car not run as well now? Is it not? Is it? Is it is something wrong with the car? No, it's the same car. Exact same car. 20% decreased favorability rating among Democrats since Musk bought Twitter. SpaceX, the reusable rocket venture that Musk founded, fell 4.5% in net favorability among Democrats and rose 1% among Republicans. Morning Consult says, for Tesla and SpaceX, the partisan spillover effects could have profound implications. How ridiculous. If the Tesla brand becomes increasingly right-leaning, that could put it out of alignment with the core electric vehicle purchasing profiles, which lean more liberal. Well, I got news for you. Republicans have money, too. And I dare say that might be a different demo buying the Tesla, but Tesla's not going anywhere. I don't think Elon Musk standing up for free speech is going to end his electric car company. Now, the outcome in Arizona is not as clear. What outcome am I talking about? The effort by outgoing Governor Doug Ducey, Republican, who has two weeks left in office before, I hope there's some way to prevent this, but I'm highly skeptical, Democrat Katie Hobbs takes over. Doug Ducey has been stacking railroad shipping containers on the Arizona-Mexican border uh, to finish the wall that Joe Biden wouldn't finish. The $95 million expansion of the border wall in Cochise County, Arizona, comprises about 3,000 steel shipping containers. It's quite a sight, if you've seen the pictures. They stack these shipping containers too high, and then they put barbed wire on the top. And they go over hill, over dale, like all, you know, all right through the middle of the desert. Although there is quite a bit of uh, scrub brush in this desert. It's not a barren desert. <clears throat> But, of course, open border advocates are having a problem with this. Last week, protesters began blocking access to the site, stopping the trucks carrying the shipping containers from going in there. Uh, I love this paragraph. Demonstrators say they will not leave until the containers are removed, even if it means camping in tents in below freezing temperatures. Uh, my response to that? is two words. So what? You want to camp in the Arizona desert in the wintertime? I got three words for you. Have at it. Have at it. Why do you have to worry about protesters being out there? Let them stay. Let them freeze. I don't care. Let's see how committed you are to your woke ideology. The dispute centers on whether the federal government owns the land, or whether Arizona owns the land. The federal government's position is, 
No, those are federal lands. You can't you can't stack shipping containers on federal lands. And Ducey said, well, we hold sole or shared jurisdiction because we're the ones who have to manage it. If there was a crime out there, you wouldn't send the FBI to investigate it. You'd send Arizona authorities to investigate it. And he says that the wall is being built to protect residents of Cochise County from imminent danger of criminal and humanitarian crises. So there's a court that's going to rule on this. Uh, what about when Katie Hobbs takes over? Is she going to spend the taxpayer money in Arizona? Does she want that on her record? Or she's going to spend the taxpayer money in the state of Arizona to dismantle a border wall? I tend to say yes, but she has not committed to that yet. What she has said is, well, we might establish the shipping containers as affordable housing. Of course, they find a woke way to uh, wiggle out of a predicament. Now, speaking of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, the former owner of Twitter, would like you to know that he is very sorry that he allowed Twitter to become the partisan hackery that it is or was before Musk bought it. He says that he made a mistake by taking his hands off the wheel of Twitter management when a big investor tried to oust him from the platform he co-founded. Ah, the typical Democratic explanation. I'm sorry, but it was really someone else's fault. <laughs> what does somebody else making an offer for Twitter have to do with you managing it? Uh, he says Twitter now should resist trying to control the public conversation. And should not rely on the whims of partisans who work there. Well, gee, this would have been a great approach, Jack, if you would have enacted it when you were, like, in power to enact it. Jack Dorsey says he regrets that Twitter, under his leadership, tried to manage what people said on the platform. Well, then why did he sit in a room with Vijaya Gade and Yoel Roth and allow them to ban Donald Trump from Twitter? It's easy to say you're sorry now. I don't buy that as an authentic apology at all. Uh, Many of you may remember the old Karnak segment on the uh, Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. The Karnak segment, uh, Johnny Carson would come out dressed as a medium of some sort and... uh, Ed McMahon would uh, read an answer, and then Johnny Carson would uh, supply the question. And uh, I heard a funny Karnak-type joke the other day. And the the uh, answer to the question would be Jeffrey Epstein, Christmas decorations, and drywall. And the question would be, name three things that didn't hang themselves. Well, now four things, because the (laughs) Twitter hashtag Epstein, that's right, Epstein is trending on Twitter right now. What do you think it's about? Yes, the crypto kid, Sam Bankman-Fried, because he is in custody in a Bahamian jail. And there's a meme on Twitter that (laughs) has Jeffrey Epstein's picture and Sam Bankman-Fried's picture. And it says, you'll be okay, Sam. Jail cameras will ensure your safety. Now, why are people saying that 
Sam Bankman-Fried might get Epstein. Well, because Sam Bankman-Fried, like Jeffrey Epstein, potentially knows a lot of things about powerful people that those powerful people do not want him to talk about. Do you find it as coincidental as I do that the night before he was to testify under oath, that's important, before Congress about the bankruptcy at his crypto exchange, FTX, and about his venture capital firm, Alameda Research, from which he skimmed at least $40 million and gave to Democrats in the midterm elections, the night before he was to testify under oath, thus providing testimony on the record that could have been used against him at trial, Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested and he was jailed. Now, you say, well, he's charged with all kinds of crimes, Bruce. Yeah, he is charged with all kinds of crimes. Now, does he have to testify in court? No, he does not. He does not have to testify in court because a person cannot be made to testify against themselves. But everything that he said in Congress under oath, or would have said in Congress under oath, would have been testimony that could have been admitted in court. And you say, well, wait, he's been on Zoom calls, he's done all kinds of interviews, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but he wasn't under oath. He wasn't sworn to tell the truth. So in court, his attorneys can, no doubt will, say, ah, he was just lying to try to win the PR battle when he was on a TV interview or when he was on a Zoom call. He wasn't compl- he wasn't compelled to tell the truth in those situations. Sam Bankman-Fried knows a lot about a lot of people. And among the people who might be really nervous and might not want him to testify would be uh, one of the people that he spent a lot of time with in Washington. Her name is Maxine Waters. Maybe Maxine ought to be an actress, the California congresswoman, because she sure sounds upset that Sam Bankman-Fried didn't get to testify before Congress. Unfortunately, the timing of his arrest denies the public the opportunity to get the answers they deserve. Oh, so unfortunate. I'm sure Maxine thinks it's so unfortunate. Now, what might be really interesting here is to watch the internal cannibalization of people like Maxine Waters and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez going after each other. Because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which I would presume she got a lot of money from Sam Bankman-Fried, but maybe not because she said this. I think that there's a lot of questions here about the timing of that arrest. There are a lot of questions about the timing of that arrest. Jonathan Turley, legal professor, legal analyst on Fox News, has the same question I have about the timing of that arrest. It's particularly odd timing because he was hours away from doing something that could have effectively sealed the case for the prosecutors. He was going to allow himself to be cross-examined by extremely hostile members of Congress for hours on every detail of the case. Why wouldn't a prosecutor want him to do that? All of that's admissible. Uh, He's allowed to do it. And instead, they sort of threw a flag on the play. They moved quickly, charged him, stopped uh, his appearance from occurring. So it was really baffling for a lot of us. Yes, indeed. Baffling for many of us. Not really that baffling, right? If you don't let him testify, then he doesn't say anything that would incriminate the people that he gave upwards of $40 million to. And why do I say upwards of? Well, because 
One of the crimes that he's accused of is campaign finance crimes. Here's the attorney for the Southern District of New York that filed the charges against Sam Bankman-Fried. These contributions were disguised to look like they were coming from wealthy co-conspirators, when in fact, the contributions were funded by Alameda Research with stolen customer money. All of this dirty money was used in service of Bankman-Fried's desire to buy bipartisan influence and impact the direction of public policy. Do I trust the attorneys from the Southern District of New York to get to the bottom of all this? I do not. They are in the positions they are in because they are power brokers in the Democratic Party. And while Sam Bankman-Fried, this guy said, gave bipartisan political contributions, I have no doubt in my mind that he gave just enough, likely an inconsequential amount to Republican politicians to just make it look like he wasn't the Democratic hack that he is. So there are a ton of questions out there about where this is going and what will happen. And I, I'll just tell you right now, he's facing 105 years in prison. This kid will be out of jail before he's 40 years old. And he will spend his time in a cushy corporate prison. And meanwhile, a lot of people, a lot of hardworking Americans who had their pensions and their 401ks heavily invested in FTX stock will get nothing, nothing in return. Now, as we near the end of the year, we always have retrospectives looking at the year and this and that, and people name their man of the year, their woman of the year. Hopefully the men of the year will be an actual man. Uh, (laughs) You never know in these days. But uh, one of the organizations out there has named its its word of the year, the Cambridge Dictionary, has named, what word do you think would be the word of the year? Existential? We hear that a lot. Uh, Extremist? Is that the word of the year? No. The word of the year, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is woman. Woman. And to celebrate the word of the year, the Cambridge Dictionary has come up with a clarified definition of woman. A woman, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Huh? Yes. An adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have said to have a different sex at birth. They give examples of a woman. (laughs) Here's their first example. She was the first trans woman elected to national office. Uh, That's a man. A trans woman is a man. So they're saying a man is a woman. No. Here's another example. Mary is a woman who was assigned male at birth. Then Mary is a dude if Mary was assigned male at birth and always will be a male. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.